Welcome back, everyone. We are live at the Your Voice, Your Choice self-advocacy conference for the Disability Trust, and we are back on our um, podcast, Labelling the Disabling. I've got Ed with me, and we've got a very special guest who I just um, had the privilege to listen to your presentation, Katie Kenny. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Could you, um, before... I must admit, during the during the presentation, I actually Googled what is Prader-Willi um, syndrome because I didn't know what it was and I have worked in disability for 15 years. Um, could you tell us a little bit about your story and a little bit about what Prader-Willi is? Sure. So Prader-Willi syndrome is the deletion, or there's three ways you can get it, but the main way is it's a deletion of 30 genes on the 15th chromosome of the paternal side of the 15th chromosome. And it has, um, the effect of it is that every system is affected in Chelsea's body. So hardly anything works. She doesn't really produce growth hormone. So she had growth hormone injections every day from 18 months till she was 13. Um, So for uh, 11 and a half years. Um, Every other, like she has an IQ of 51, but her um, auditory processing is slowed down. So it's really probably about 20 points above that. So that's another source of frustration. But I guess the most manifest or the most... um, a uh, bizarre part of it is that she wants to eat all the time. Okay. So she's always starving and her there's nothing that they can do to change it and there's nothing that they can do to stop it. So we've had to find ways to make Chelsea feel like she's going to have food security. So, for example, um, we went on light and easy. Yes. So it's low calories because the other problem is that her metabolism is half of a normal person. Okay. So, um, and with that compounded without the growth hormone means that they stack on weight and their body goes into that starvation mode. Um, so it doesn't really burn calories very effectively. Um, so keeping weight off is just really hard. And because of her compulsion to eat all the time, you have to bring that food security. So with Light and Easy, it's like a big spread of food for 1,200 calories. And Chelsea knows that if that's in the fridge, um, she won't take any extra food because she knows that if it's gone, it's gone. Um, but yeah, it, there's a very strict control about what Chelsea ca- um, when she can eat. Um, she's not really allergic to anything, but... Um, yeah, we just have to be careful around any extra food because she will literally, they don't have a gag reflex. Okay. They don't. They can't vomit. So if they just keep eating, they'll. a lot of them just die because their stomach perforates. Mm, yeah, gosh. and it can happen within an hour. So she needs 24-7 wow. supervision. So okay. you've got to have yeah. that control at all times. Yeah. yeah. So um, so in, at our house, that's the only food we have in the house is her light and easy. Oh, yeah, Light and Easy, sorry. We went on Jenny Craig for a while, but Light and Easy is probably, um, it's, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. So you're the mother of a person with disability, mm. uh, Chelsea. How old is Chelsea now? She's 19. Okay. Yeah. And before you had Chelsea, yes. I, I think you mentioned you had a son who's 21. Yes, And John. so before you had kids, what was your life like? Um, it was exciting. Um, I just I was ama- I was um, studying business at uni. Then I got married straight after. So then um, when John was born, I had started a bridal makeup business. So um, I had partnered with a hairdresser, and we were doing all the fashion parades and the weddings and stuff in Melbourne. So loved life. Um, it was easy. Um, the fact that my my work was weddings meant I worked weekends. Yes. So having kids was going to be so much fun. Because you had the yeah, week off. Yeah. 
what what I noticed during your presentation was how optimistic you are and how positive you are and that sounds like it's been part of your life forever because the way you speak about how you worked um, is very positive and optimistic. What was it like when you first had Chelsea? Yeah, so when we first got the diagnosis, they said it's possibly the worst news that we will ever give you. Like it's probably, it's so not something that we can... they already started with that. Yeah, they came down with the cold hard facts and we said, okay, so... Um, I guess, yes, the, the the sadness of what you were expecting and what you now, the challenge that you now have to face, um, that was difficult. So um, I guess we had about two weeks where she was still in the hospital and they were trying to get me to, to, they were trying to get her on a bottle because she was so tired, she wouldn't wake up for feeds and so we were not, uh, tube feeding her. So... Um, we had some time to get some materials together, but I think it's when you meet your first other parent who's who's got a child, and it's like you can it's like a relief because it's like okay, so there's that kid's cute, like it's gorgeous. Someone so let's go nice outfits. Yeah, it sounds like an incredible thing to tell somebody. The worst mm. news we could ever give you. What were you? Yeah. you know, you'd be thinking it was a a, a cancer or something, or yeah. you know, so like a disease. Thinking or that something. it was something that she could die from, yeah. and they said, well, actually. <laughs> You're going to have to mm. like. You're going to have to manage this, and mm. so you just get good at being happy about that. Yeah, you just get good at being happy about the fact this kid's never going to leave you. John mm. left me when he went to uni. It's like <laughs> I'm not going to lose this one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you just get you get good at being at having fun, and I think it's really um, loving the other families because. It's such an exciting thing to know that someone else knows exactly what you're going through mm. or knows exactly um, how to manage this or that and you can all feed off and learn from each mm. other. So. You, you said in your presentation as well, celebrate the treasure. Yeah. Three words that really yeah, you know, so blew much. me away. Yeah, tell, you know, oh, that. because it just brought me to another level of calibre of thinking because of yeah. the people now that I, was ex- that I was able to talk to. So we got some of the world's leading scientists, people who are looking at genes and looking at um, how does this hormone affect this behaviour or how does this do that? And we worked with Professor Reinfeld and did some clinical trials at the Brain and Mind Research Institute. Just the great exciting things that we've get we get to see a world of discovery. And that's what I love. It's like a galaxy. It's like incredible. So yeah. So that that's what I mean about it's so positive how you see it. Somebody's come in and they've said we're gonna give you possibly the worst news ever and you've taken it all this way in 19 years where you're working with scientists at the brain and mind institute is that what you call it yeah so we did some clinical trials um, a number of years ago yeah and you talked about in your presentation about celebrating the treasure but one of the other key things you mentioned was that because of people with disability we are living longer. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, anytime Professor Einfeld finds something, it's either applicable just to that thing or it's applicable to something else. But we all benefit from the, the research. So people are actually, they are hunting down answers. They are hunting down answers because this kid's got this problem. We need an answer for it. And often it'll, t- it'll, it'll provide something, but it could be for something totally else. And so that's the, that's the surprise factor, I guess, mm. of it. Yeah. Do you think we're, um, you know, often seems to be obsessive uh, cost counting, you know, without, without thinking of those benefits so we're you know like i see for example where 
kids are being excluded from the country because their parents, uh, you know, perhaps they're um, here temporarily and they're uh, but they're born here. Mm. They have a severe disability, and uh, we're like, oh, you know, and then the Disability Discrimination Act apparently doesn't cover off um, those areas. So these yeah. people are discrim- blatantly discriminated against, and I just sort of think, well, you know, not only you're losing these uh, wonderful families potentially, yeah. but you're also losing the benefits of learning about that young person's uh, situation. Exactly. Um, it seems like a very, uh, you know, foolish, like, you know, what is wrong? How can we turn that around to yeah. exactly as you're saying, yeah. celebrate the treasure, realise what, what disability is bringing? That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, I think as a parent, you stop looking at it as a cost. Mm. You don't look at any other child as a cost. You look at mm. them as, a, as an addition to your life, mm. as something that's come into your life. See it even more so. Hmm. because Chelsea brought something to John's life that he wouldn't have got any other way except that he deals with it on a daily basis. Hmm. He gets to see it on a daily basis. And, um, and John, what was that? Just the fact that he's always he's just a loving, caring person. Like even hmm. in the classroom, if a kid was struggling with maths or whatever, he'd go and sit with them and help him hmm. because he just had that gentle, quiet spirit that came because he just needed to um, learn how to... Um, learn how to embrace a situation or learn how to change the vibe or whatever or the, the atmosphere by going and playing with Chelsea or changing the subject or whatever. Because sometimes with our A-game, if Chelsea is perseverating, she has this autistic tendency to get stuck and she cannot change her mind. And you think she's been, you're trying to behaviour manage that, but you can't. So literally we put her in the car and go for a drive because she also sleeps as soon as the car's turned on. Okay. She has mm-hmm. this motion sleepiness. So that's the answer. Mm. Instead of trying to talk about it, she can't talk her way out of this. There's mm. no way that she's ever going to be able to, to not do it. But what you were saying before about... Um, I think that's a, um, about how they're being deported and not able to live here. Yeah, that's pretty tragic. Mm. And the legislation needs to really consider what that means for them. It's mm. a lot different if you have a child with a disability going back to a, 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 a country that doesn't su- support that mm. than if you don't have a child. I mean, if, you, if their kid didn't have a disability, they could travel, you know, they could go live in Anywhere. or go to uni and then get a scholarship <coughs> somewhere. The, 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 um, and, you know, hopefully mm. in Sri Lanka, well, is that what you're talking about? I think, yeah, yeah hopefully, because my there. mum's Sri Lankan. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, but... Hopefully they'll see they'll they'll be embraced when they go back and they'll provide something. But mm. yeah, it's a sad, sad, and a, and a loss to us. A total well. loss. And yeah. the other loss is that just it, uh, the legislation is it's really woeful. Mm. Like Chelsea, um, as soon as she turned sixteen, um, was able to make decisions as an adult. Whereas, mm. and there's this thing called right to food. And there's these other things like she's allowed to um, to do adult things like walk herself to school and things like that. We, we don't want her to be looked at as a 16-year-old. We need their actual age, their genetic age. What is her genes saying she can do? Because Chelsea can't see the ground. She can't navigate traffic at all. She can't do all of these things. The NGIS kind of acknowledges it, but the legislation needs to reflect it. It needs to be against the law to leave a disabled person to their own devices. And if, pe- if parents can stop looking at those kids as a cost, <laughs> mm. those two things combined mm. will bring up the level of care. Because I work in counterterrorism, I guess my kind of safety feature thing has really switched on. Mm. Um, and I think that it doesn't, it's, it, it should be um, something that's actually required of us. Mm. 
Although we are seeing a lot more, you know, focus on independence, yeah. which is a great thing. And we're seeing the use of technology, people carrying, you know, you've talked a lot about quantum computing and people carrying very powerful computers in their pockets that can keep you a lot safer. Yeah. Um, so we are seeing a lot of the people that we support um, realising greater independence. And they um, love it too. And yeah. and yeah, but, you know, I think that can be achieved within you know, within reasonable yeah. limits and things to keep people safe. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. It's only the eating reason mm. because Chelsea yeah. will be all in if she finds a bin or if she if she can hide somewhere mm. and eat food. So mm. that's the that's okay. the added risk. It's and different. It's, yeah. And you're talking about a life-threatening yeah. risk. Yeah. Yeah. But also there are ways to manage that. So mm. it doesn't necessarily mean that she has to have you next to her all the time. No. Mm. Through mm. the NDIS, that means that she can have somebody um, who is her carer so to speak or paid to be her carer to walk to school with her 100 and you know um that's why i see the ndos a lot differently to some people because i'm a single mum and chelsea lives with me in canberra and her the rest of her family is in melbourne but the ndis makes our life possible yeah disability trust the fact that they go from um uh in the queanbeyan one they go from 8 30 to 5 that's not that doesn't happen in Melbourne. I would need to get three right. transitions, two carers either side of the 9.30 to 3.30. And I'm like, what part of full-time work goes mm. from 8 to 5 right. got missed? Yeah. So just really simple things. So, yeah. yeah it's a, yeah, good, yeah, it's yeah. a good example. It costs the country, if you want dollars, $50,000 extra a year to only have a day program that goes from 8.30 to 3.30 or 9.30 to 3.30. Because okay. you have to hire a carer either side of that. In my case, because Chelsea needs that twenty four seven care, yeah. and she can't just go home and look after herself. So, yes. yeah. so you're saying fifty thousand per 50, person per person a year. Mm. Well, that's a, that's, so that's an a thousand dollars more a week yeah. because it's one to one care mm. for four hours a day, mm. rather than using rather than eighteen dollars an hour for mm. a day program. Yeah. Yeah. And and the benefits, of course, of less transitions, you know, more yeah. more socialisation with other people, um, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. Yeah, like, so I was talking yeah. about creating a life of zero stress. So mm. a part of it is seeing it as a benefit, mm. see it as a benefit to, to the world, to everyone. Another part of it is less if they suffer from anxiety or they don't cope with change or they don't like too many things before they get a bit tired Mm. if it exhausts them to just make a lot of decisions or to navigate change Mm. then yeah having that sort of one thing to do Mm. is much easier for what her needs are yeah yeah i was going to ask as well you talked a lot about uh, brother john and um so that so john and chelsea living living at home with you and um oh john doesn't anymore he moved back to melbourne he told me a week um before he moved that he had also applied for universities in melbourne and he got two offers so he took the one in melbourne he (laughs) said he goes i knew you wouldn't cope so i just didn't mention it and i'm like good call because i didn't cope and (laughs) um but no i did cope but um, he's doing really well. So, yeah, he's at university studying third yeah. year. Okay. And, mm. and he's obviously benefited hugely from having a sister with disability. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so is, how's she coping with him off to off back to Victoria? But she would know that area as well, I guess, does yeah, she? Yeah, she does. Oh, no, yeah. she, did, she did really well. Mm. I mean, my kids are really resilient. Yeah. I think because they've always had a mum who's just pumped. Mm. It's like, we're gonna, <laughs> this is a, na- a new day, yeah. a new thing to do. Um it yeah. changes everything. My, my, like they're both fantastic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say one. Of, I loved because um, I want to get it on the podcast. Those statements you said: celebrate the treasure, 
profile the tasks and achieve the outcomes. Like mm. that was really interesting the way you broke it down like that. So first of all, yeah. it's your attitude that's important, the assessment of the situation, but, you know, not being, um, you know, naive about mm. the reality, as you've, you've said with Chelsea, um, profile the tasks and achieve the outcomes. I was kind of interested in that framework. Yeah. I thought that was Yeah, helpful. so profiling the task is get real. Mm. What really are we dealing with here? What's the mm. reality of it? And um, emotions aside, this is literally what she can't do. Mm. So let's come around it. Let's provide for that. Let's provide mm. for that. Let's me work around that. Um, uh, and, you know, everybody kind of comes around it and supports that. And then achieve the outcomes means, and oh, I have to say, the Disability Trust has kind of opened the world up to Chelsea. And so something like Special Olympics is... That's within our sight. We can see that hmm. because she was swimming with um, Special Olympics a number of years ago. But now that we've got score raiders, we've got um, – she plays tennis, she plays indoor hockey. I'm like, these guys are unstoppable. Awesome. Like yeah. what, they, what they won't do, I don't know. Yeah. And I just think it's so kind. It's just hmm. such a lovely hmm. – and it's so well organised. Like everything oh, wow. just – everyone's so chilled. Like we went to the SCG and everyone – the whole day just flowed. It was beautiful. So yeah. because everyone loves those kids mm. so mm. much. Everyone that you have on staff is just amazing. I so. think the F word is important as in fun. Yeah. You know, people like really enjoy doing yeah. what they're doing. They understand what they're there to provide uh, yeah. in terms of quality care. Uh, and you know, but good times as well, and connections. Yeah. I see people making connections in a really yeah. intelligent way. Like they're thinking, okay, like those those two seem to get on well, or that like they, you know, they create space, but also um, opportunity. Yeah, um, I think that's really it's nice. that next level mm. of leadership. Mm. And I have to say that watching that rugby game, it's mm. like that stadium needed to be full for that game mm. because everyone on the field was a sweetheart. Mm. You know. Yeah. That's and a good they point. need to see that. That's they a good need point. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm just um, sitting here speechless because of everything that you've said. My mind is just going at a hundred miles an hour, um, Katie, because of your positive positivity, your optimism, um, and because you've just gotten real, I guess, and just said, "This is the situation I have. This is what I." what I've been given and this is what I've got to do to get on with it. But I'm going to love it. That was the – that's okay, the condition. Okay, I'm going to love this. Yep. That's the whole thing. Mm. So, mm. Well, Which is incredible. I just mm. – having that attitude, I guess, has made not only um, your life and John's life mm. um, better, but it has definitely made Chelsea have a wonderful, magical, fulfilled – life experience um, and at the beginning um, what I really loved about your presentation was the video clip that you showed at the beginning um, now I couldn't see it because I'm legally blind but what I noticed was that people were speaking or singing in different languages mm. um, and that was really valuable to me because I felt that it encompassed everybody who might be in the room everybody who might live here um, and brought them along on that journey with with you and with Chelsea Exactly, because the Olympics does what disability does and it just ignores different mm. – it ignores um, 
it just it smashes discrimination because mm. we just find oh my gosh they you are awesome yeah. it's yeah. like every culture has a treasure it's like they have something that's unique to them yeah. and like with the aboriginal and indigenous people it's like that's kind of hasn't been explored yet. It's like that's that world of discovery. We haven't seen what they've got yet. Mm. Why isn't NASA talking to the Aboriginal people about climate change mm. when they have this deep connection to the earth, so much so that they can look at a tree and know what's for dinner because they know exactly what's swimming in the ocean today? Mm. We need to, to speak to these people. When they talk about sacred land, it's usually a food source. When the, when the um, convicts came, they weren't dead. They were thriving. Yeah. They were farming. They were herding animals. Mm. They knew how to read weather patterns. They have these skills and gifts that are innate to them and their storytelling and their communication as well. It's mm. incredible. And it's at a different level. It's at a completely other rev- other level mm. that we, like I said, we've got to look at the genetics of it mm. and we've got to draw it out because the world needs to see that. But we could also possibly solve some of those issues. Yeah. I do think you're um, tapping into something really deep there in terms of, uh, and that's I think why disability has always appealed to me as well, like that counterculture aspect of it, Definitely. looking at it with the view of what are we going to learn here? You know, like this is an interesting challenge uh, and how can we all benefit from, you know, uh, working together um, to, and I think, yeah, we have to change the lens with some of we the do. big challenges that we've got. Uh, confronting us as a community, societies, mm. countries, or world, you know, uh, if we don't start thinking in that way and and uh, understanding, yeah, the, the indigenous cultures in in different areas, uh, we have to really wake up. So I think yeah, because is, we're missing mm. out. We're yeah. missing out. We're poorer, aren't yes. we? <laughs> you know. So. But on their side, yeah. it's like they just. don't exist and that's the sad part Mm. you know that they live in this world that they can see that they Mm. are unseen Mm. so that's really sad but um yeah a lady said to me yesterday that we things are upside down and our 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 eye turns them the right way up or something Mm. and i thought let's just switch that back because we need all of these things that are the uh, greatest teachers to teach like what you were saying before about how you get a different skill the first skill i learned was if Chelsea's having a meltdown, don't get to the point. Don't even work up a sweat. Mm. Just do your A game. Like get do something different, and don't even try to, don't even try to engage with that. Mm. So that that kind of puts every conflict mm. or every thing that you're willing to f- die for, mm. you know, in in perspective. In perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Cho- choose your moments, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So. choose your battles. Yeah, and I think what you've said there, um, Katie. What you've done with disability is become an, an innovator. Yeah. It has yeah, allowed much. you to access all aspects of life in the world, not just one particular silo, yeah. but you're using what you've learnt um, and, and what Chelsea has taught you to apply that to every aspect of life um, and the world. And that is true um, entrepreneurship, not in terms of dollars or, or cents, but in terms of innovation. Well, and exactly. And I think the best thing my mum taught me was don't let your attitude sideline you. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you right. so much for joining us and mm. for sharing um, this enormous wisdom with us. Mm. It is so positive and optimistic and I think we really need to... Um, take a, a page out of your book and really focus on the way we look at things mm. and you. use that to explore our world. Thank you so mm. much, Katie. Yeah, thanks, Katie. Thank awesome. Thanks.